Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Well, we're getting a little bit more information from Kansas City. At the end of the last hour, we had the news conference with, um, they call him Mayor Q, Quentin Lucas in Kansas City, the chief of police as well, Stacey Graves. One dead. This all happened at the end of the Super Bowl parade right outside of Union Station in Kansas City. Now, I'm going to play a little audio here of when the shooting took place. And what's interesting, Sue and Alex Rich from Y98 is with us. And Fred, you all watched this. It was interesting because when when the you're going to hear the, the, the pops here. Here, I'll play this first. Nobody was really reacting until a group of people started running away from where that sound came from because I think people thought maybe it was fireworks, fireworks right? Because right. it, it sounded like, like fireworks. Big celebration, yeah. Well, here's what else is interesting. Now, this was the question that was asked, and we have a follow-up to this. So Stacy Graves was the police chief, and she was asked this question about what, were the were the fans involved in a takedown? There I have a question for you. Social media that I have I have heard that as well. I have heard that that fans got involved in the apprehension or the pursuit of one of the suspects. I cannot confirm that right now, but that is something that I have heard myself. Well, we can confirm it because oh, yeah. we watched the video, yeah. and this is awesome. I'm guessing this is going to go very viral. No matter what happened, the, there was somebody that was running from the scene, and these two guys, one guy in particular, tackles this dude. Yep. Another guy falls on top of, of them to try to hold the guy down. It looks like the guy is fighting yeah. everything he can to get out of you know the restraint of these two guys, and one of the guys was pretty big, and unfortunately, I think his um, his butt crack is going to be <laughs> caught on video as well. But they hold him, and then the person taking the video, who it looks like it was in a high-rise or an apartment building yeah, or something like that. Yeah, above the scene. Elevated. Yeah. They pan back to a bridge location where there are cops, and Sue had a great pickup. From To me, it looked like, oh, the cops didn't even know that just happened, but they apparently had maybe the, the other, other shooter mm-hmm. that was on the ground in front of them, and two people have been arrested. But holy smokes, I mean, you, you see the video of the people running away from, you know, the pops. That's a lot of pops. It is a lot of pops. What we don't know, the frustrating thing is what we don't know is, are were these two guys shooting at people? Were right, they right, shooting yeah. in the air? Were they shooting at each other and just happened to, we don't know. No, we don't know that yet. And hopefully we'll find out a little bit more information. And let's just hope that these, you know, right. these death toll numbers don't go higher. One person did lose their life. We have uh, no reports of kids involved. No. I know that that was a question. That was asked earlier. So I don't know. I mean, this just happens way too much. And they pointed out there were 800 officers along the parade route. Yeah. So <laughs> Good luck they escaping, said bad actors. and they didn't. I said thugs. <laughs> but uh. that's racist of me to refer to these suspects <laughs> as thugs. Just to be clear, as a white supremacist, I have to get that on the, uh, on the record here this afternoon. How are you, Alex? Doing well. 
I'm doing well. It's a I nice gotta, day out there. I think I can get you involved as I lighten up the uh, the topic here in this conversation just as a quick update. Took, uh, I had a pretty hot date for Mamma Mia at the Fox last night. Oh, did you really? Alexa Reardon went and... Did you know, she love it? She did love it. Okay, and good. From it's... the very beginning, the story is very simple. You yes. know, it's, uh, it's a little girl, a 21-year-old girl who doesn't know her biological father. For people who don't know the story, they frame it around all this ABBA music, and she invites these three men who might be her father to a wedding that she's having. She's the bride on a Greek island. And mom, Donna, is the character, is um, someone who's never been married, and the story unfolds from there. But it was funny because on the way to the show, I was doing a little ABBA education with my daughter, trying to play some of the songs, and I I said, you know, this is a band, and I don't think this is untrue, this is a band that kind of got mocked and made fun of quite a bit. You know, and they kind of came back with this. Right, and I said this was the musical that sort of brought them back, and she's, she said after the show, why did people not like them? I, I thought that was great. I'm <laughs> like, well, you, Alexa I, I understand that. So, so she the review had is a great good time. on the show. You know, for me, I've seen. I think I've seen this uh, four times now, and it's always the cast for any of these shows. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get a home run, sometimes you don't. My, you know, critical eye told me the female leads were outstanding. Oh, really good. good. The male leads a little less, um, you know, for me, but they don't play as big a part in, right. in the music. Sure. And the woman who played Donna, she looked like. Um, What's her name from Designing Women? Name me one oh, of the. Oh yeah. Big, what was the the buxom blonde from Designing uh, Women? Hang on. Yeah, it's not coming to me. I know, but it, you're not, you're know. not talking about Jean Smart though. I am. You're, I am. Jean and here's Smart. Why. We love her. Jean, this woman to me looked a lot like she resembled Jean Smart, and she and the the girl who played the daughter, booming voices. They sounded lovely. Oh, that's and then the great. two friends, I never remember the characters' names, but uh, the two friends of Donna's that show up for the wedding, they were great too. So I would highly recommend Mamma Mia if you've never been. Okay. The crowd seemed to really enjoy that. Last night, you know, I saw time. I saw hairspray uh, at the steeple last week. I thought that was great, and first time I had seen hairspray. Yeah, I've never seen the. Well, have you ever seen the movie? Uh, the original had, movie, parts of it. John Waters' original. I tell movie. you what, though, great the, movie. The music, the music there, it's it's high energy. I, I I'm a fan. I've never seen it on stage. Fred, have you seen hairspray? Oh uh, yeah, I have. Not I on good, stage. No. I thought no. it was. It, it had good humor. Um, I don't know if that's how it always is. You know, well, the John Waters movie stuff. was really, really good. Very innovative for the time too. With Tracy, Tur- was it Tracy Turnblad? Is that the uh, the name of the character? Right? Yes. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the whole. I told you about the woman at the blues game that told us to be quiet. Oh yeah, yeah. remember? So that was all about the hairspray thing. So it, it <laughs> we were we were being a little louder, you know, in her mind. When we were talking about the hairspray, it came up on the screen. Oh, so, so just to recap, you lost me. Yeah. So you were at a blues game. This is a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Somebody decides to intervene and tell you that you guys are being too loud. We're being too at loud. At a hockey game. At a hockey game. Because we, <laughs> we the, the ad for hairspray came on, and I had never seen hairspray, and we had just been, for whatever reason, listening to hairspray on the way down to the blues game. It came, it's the normal <laughs> thing weird. to that's do. What, like, that's what, like, guys do. Guys Come on. Do, right? So... We were we were laughing when it came on, and she told us to be quiet. So to that woman that told us to be quiet, I truly thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> hairspray at the Steeple. Yeah, yeah I didn't know ahead. they were doing that at the Steeple. That's great. They do cool. some shows, and obviously, and you went to Drake this week. I too, went right? to Drake, man. Let me tell you, Drake J Cole, such a such a. Concept. Let me tell you, I would not know one Wait, damn song. Probably no, would I know would. any songs? No, would. would I? Uh, I think. A Drake I, song? I, you would. You, you would know a Drake song. See, the way I describe it is Drake was like, everybody knows Drake, you know, one way or another, whether you know his music. You know Drake. So his energy was high, high energy the whole time. 
Then J. Cole comes out, and J. Cole is like a guy that's not on social media. Like nobody hears much about him. His lyrics that he that he raps about, like the stories that he tells and the vibe that he gives off in his music is such a cool, different vibe that like Drake is mainstream. J. Cole is a guy that you could hang out with and think he's just a normal dude. And the the way that the the Drake comes out energy high, J. Cole comes out, sets a different tone, and then they finish it off together. It was we didn't leave until twelve thirty is when the concert ended. Wow. And they're usually supposed to be out of there by eleven at an That, that is interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There was, did I don't you go there's... last night, Alex, or the first night? I'm no, sorry. the first night. If I went last night, it would have been tough to. I don't know if you saw me on on two yesterday. Did I? But I was. I, I was struggling. I yeah, what? I was you struggling mean the aftermath of the concert? You mean? Yeah. Are you talking about alcohol um, uh, just all, effects? Well, not so much alcohol. <laughs> maybe, maybe secondhand high. Maybe firsthand oh, high. Yeah, maybe firsthand high. I know you very well. <laughs> I just I drove by Enterprise the last two nights. You know, on the way home, and that that's a. Uh, this is where I feel old because that's a younger demographic that was totally. going to see Drake for sure. Well, there was a big accident there last night. Uh, yeah, somebody st- was ran a red light the... and hit another vehicle and killed two or hit pedestrians. Yes. You know what? I'm going to talk about that. I'm aware of that, and I want to talk about it okay. because it, it's it's a serious issue, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But we're late. We're tardy on this, so let's oh, get yeah. to Sue's news. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News, sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service, MrAppliance.com. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. You too, Sue. Yes, everyone. Uh, I've got a little music to start this off, Mark, because uh, this sets the right tone, if you ask me. 57 years ago today, in 1967, Aretha Franklin recorded her signature song, Respect. That's a good tone. Would you say that's like up there's one of the most legendary songs of all time? I would. I really would. Top 10 for for most people? I mean, what would you say? Honestly, Uh, I've been uh, asked this question before. I said no doubt. I I don't see how, I'm trying to think of other stuff that's nearly this recognizable or great. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think so. I'd put it in, in the top tier of iconic songs for sure. No doubt about it. Yeah. I love Aretha. I'm yeah. a little partial mm. to uh, some of the Blues Brothers stuff just because I love Aretha. I just yeah. love her. It's because really she's do. awesome. Yeah. Or was. Never got to see her, unfortunately. Well, she came through, and I thought about it when she was older, and um, I don't think she was in her best voice. And I still kind of regret not going just to have seen her, you know. Anyway, that was 57 years ago when she recorded that song. 19 years ago. I, I don't know why this surprised me when I saw it today. But on this day in history, in 2005, YouTube was launched. YouTube? <laughs> YouTube was launched 19 years ago today. And it was from Sam, San Bruno, California. It was created by three former PayPal employees, 
Chad Hurley, Stephen Chen, and Jawad Kareem, and Google bought it in November of 2006 for $1.65 billion. I would say that that was a bargain. Can, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right? right? You, you always wonder about these things, and they don't always, the math doesn't always work out, right? But in that particular case, that was a bargain. How much would you how much would you estimate? I mean, not that any of us are, you know, economic experts here, but what would you estimate? Like if you YouTube were gonna sell today? it today, I have yeah. no idea. No idea. But I mean, good lord, that's where all the I a lot of the advertising revenue is going there. I, 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 I would think it'd be in like the Amazon. Yeah. I think it'd be well, not Absolutely. quite Amazon, but it'd be in the same conversation. I agree. Oh, yeah. up there. Right. And the fact that they knew one year in that uh, they should sell it, uh, I don't know. Pretty good. So, uh, well, you, again, you know, you get this is what these guys in startups. I wish I was a startup guy. God, oh, if anyone's no got, I've, I've had you have no idea how many apps I've developed. And then I go on to the app store and there's like a thousand of the same apps. I've just thought I've struck gold so many times <laughs> in my life. But, you know, these these startups, that's what they do. They, you know, they create mm-hmm. and then they sell. And then they sit back on their yachts and then maybe they create again. <laughs> Jack Dorsey. Right. Boy, no kidding. <laughs> Stocks were down yesterday in general, but JetBlue shares were up 22%. This was after Carl Icahn took about a 10% stake in the company. He thought JetBlue was undervalued and therefore a good buy. So Icahn is now in discussions about having representation on the airline's board of directors. I think we all in St. Louis remember Carl Icahn when he took over TWA. You remember that, oh, yeah. Fred? Oh, yeah. That was 1985. I was going to say, that was 40 yes. years ago. I My big question when you said Carl Icahn is like, oh, that guy's still kicking, huh? Uh, he's kicking and buying. I mean, it's kind of incredible. Oh, I love this one. Okay, there's an article in Nature.com that uh, reveals that we could now buy a bioluminescent plant. Now, this is if you live in the 48 contiguous states, which I assume we all do. Now, it's called a firefly petunia with white flowers, and it glows in the dark. They finally got one that's glow-in-the-dark enough that you could actually see it in your house. And it's just a little faint green. It's a kind of a big deal, though. It's the first one you can actually see the bioluminescence, and you can buy them. You can go to light.bio to pre-order. I went because I love this. I thought, oh, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. I have just a little glowing plant. The plant itself is 29 bucks, but the shipping is 24 and I went, you know. <laughs> yeah. So now I'll probably regret it. But I'm hoping that this was the first one, and then they'll eventually figure it out and get more out there. But that's really cool, a glow-in-the-dark plant. If you want to, uh, if you're into that sort of thing, you can so go. So it could be a nightlight. Well, well. I, it's not that bright, Fred. It's kind of like uh, just kind of warmly glowy green. I don't know how to describe it. Like a like a glow-in-the-dark cup after it fades. <laughs> <laughs> there is a new dating app since it's Valentine's Day, and they're calling it Score. Now, it, it, not that kind. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's not that kind. <laughs> yeah, but. But it, it, you have to have at least a 675 credit score to use it. <laughs> they are getting... Financially responsible people together. Well, I'm I not so that. sure that's a bad idea. It's a yeah. great idea. Yeah. You know, to my much surprise and dismay, when I went to Kohl's to buy a suit. Yes. And I applied. Was this for the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. When I applied for the credit card right. at the counter. Oh, no. Um, I was rejected <gasps> because they said I had two no credit. Everything's oh. in Marie's name? Yeah, zero credit. Fred. Wow. Why didn't you? Why, why didn't you want to do it in the first place? Because they were do offering it. you a savings if oh, yeah. you save fifteen yeah. percent or Fred whatever. Was right. save, oh. I complained enough because that didn't make any sense, and 
eventually I got the money. That's but it's all in her name. Well, no, I think it's in both names. I think I entered the wrong oh, number yeah. or something stupid like Let that. Let me tell you something, Fred. You, you <laughs> if if Marie kicks and I do <laughs> oh. and I kick it at the same time, you and Becky are gonna be lost. Let me oh, tell yeah. you something uh-huh. because uh-huh. she wouldn't. I told Abby this today. Like if my wife has to function somehow, and if she's listening, I apologize, but I think she knows this with the bills and everything because I kind of handle all that. I spent an hour today at the DMV. That's how it came up. Oh my god! And it gosh. was for her car and. <laughs> Uh, I made sure that the plates, <laughs> this is how I do it, Sue. You'll love this. The damn things expired today, the templates, oh, right? So I got it in on Valentine's Day, and I thought about, because it's her car, I thought about making my wife do it or suggesting that she should do it. But then I thought, you know what? She, I don't even know if I could do that, so I took really? care of it myself. Okay, well, that might right. be the best thing. Fred, we worry about you. Oh. If you don't have credit in your name, but you think you no, really no, no. just entered I I it I wrong. I, just, I think I just put in the wrong social security. Marie's going to pass. So There's not a will. Fred gets nothing. He's going to be sleeping on the damn, you know, City Hall <laughs> steps no, before we know it's the Hall no, of Famer. No, no, totally There's not. the Hall of Famer up there, and then Kenny Wallace is going to drive by. How about old Fred Bottenheimer over there, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> That's going to happen. It's really embarrassing, though, when you're in the checkout <laughs> oh my line. There's people behind you. Right? You know? And you're just trying to save 15%, right. Fred. Yeah. I know. Uh, well, yeah, it, it says that it's a day app only for people with good to excellent credit and it hopes to help raise awareness about the importance of finances in relationships and yes they do a soft credit check to confirm that will not affect your credit mm. score that's the first time i've heard of something like that i thought it was kind of genius it is uh mark you want me to roll or to... do one more okay or three or four i mean you, <laughs> yeah, you decide okay. it's valentine's right. day so <laughs> i'm in a giving mood <laughs> Here are a few things, since I have an Android and I really don't care, I'm doing it for the people. You understand. (laughs) There are a few things that Siri can do that you may not know. Did you know, Fred, that your uh, Siri can flip a coin? What? No. Yes. You know what I just learned, though? Maybe that's on the list. They just say, turn on my flashlight and it'll turn it on itself. Yeah, isn't that See, nice? Am I the last one to know that? No, probably not. <laughs> okay. I guarantee you. Uh, but you <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Serious. I mean, yeah. Wait, you I, can I, say, turn on my flashlight? turn on my flashlight. I mean, you got to, hold on, try hold it. on. You got to, you got to figure. She can text somebody when you say text them. Yes. She's got to be able yeah, to turn on a flashlight. You guys didn't think about that? Siri. Buy my wife a Valentine's Day present. (laughs) Uh, Siri can flip a coin. She'll tell you if it's heads or tails. She can also roll the dice. She can calculate your tip. All all you just do is say something like, what's 20% of $63? And she will tell you. You can. She can read articles out loud. Now, you have to have iOS 17 for that one, and the web page has to be open. But, yes, if you want to hear an article read while you're in the car, that can happen. And it can, uh, she can find your other Apple devices. Just tell her to ping what you're looking for, like your Apple Watch. As long as it's in your Find My list, it should start beeping. And she can open your Apple Wallet. You don't have to fumble through your phone to find the concert tickets or the boarding pass. She can just open it faster. So there you go. You, this is stuff that you can actually use uh, with Siri. Sue's News is brought to you by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. They're the best. Go to MrAppliance.com. Now, our random fact today is about Valentine's Day. Women purchase what percent of all Valentines? Uh, what do you say, Abby? Uh, 57%. That's a good guess, but no. Fred? Uh, 65. Uh-uh. <whistles> Alex? It seemed like it's hot. It's, I'm going to maybe go... What'd you say? Uh, how? What percentage of women 
purchase all of Valentine's. Oh, no. Valentine's. Fred, what was I the percentage you said? Abby said 57. I said 65. Oh wow! I think it's I think it's higher. I think it's like 75 percent. And Mark Reardon. I think I'm going to go in the other direction. Oh yeah. I'm going to say 40 percent. 85. Wait! Oh, oh my gosh! Oh. Women buy 85 percent of all Valentine's. Okay. I thought I was well. I should know. So just does that mean my own behavior? Their own? I was thinking maybe it was men for. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, we're wrong. Over 50 percent of all Valentine's Day cards are bought in the six days prior to the holiday. That's how you know it's women. Teachers receive the most Valentine's Day cards, followed by children, mothers, wives, husbands, sweethearts, and even pets. Pets Aww. are down at the very bottom, but That's yes, sad. people I buy. Feel like it. When you were in grade school, did you have to give like? Oh yeah! Valentine's oh Day? my goodness! I struggled yes. so much over what I was given to who. Did so you? Just not to like misimply something oh, or my not gosh, to be too, Fred. you know. So like everybody got Scooby Doo. Well, but that was <laughs> when you could. That was when you could do it. You you can't even yeah, hurt any no. of her kids' Can feelings you do that and now? stuff like that. No, oh. my daughter. Like there was some rules that they all have to be generic. I think everything's generic, so nobody gets their feelings hurt. Stuff. Wow! Like that. In third grade, Andy Fraser forgot my Valentine, and I still remember his name. <laughs> that and, is significant. Yes. Yeah. And he you. the next day brought me some uh, like a giant button that was from. <laughs> His mother's sewing kit to make up I for it. I love that you know his <laughs> yes. name. That is so awesome. You know, I got there, there's a along these lines. I'll never forget. You know, and I probably was in first or I know I was at least in second grade because I moved uh, to a different school. No, 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 I'm sorry. At least in third grade because I moved to a different school when I was in second grade. So third grade was the start of uh, uh, Arc Oak School is Niles, Illinois. I went to this um, this little elementary school and then my parents moved. But there was this, and I remember this because I saw her on Facebook last week with something. Her name was Pam Ollie. And when I was probably in fourth or fifth grade, I had a crush on her. And I remember going to the playground because the boys were teasing the girls. And, and she was so freaking mean to me. Like, I was not oh. allowed in the club oh. because I wasn't one of the cool kids. Because mainly, I wasn't one of the cool kids. But that sticks with you. It like, does. I remember that to this yes. day. I remember. I had this giant button for a long time until I finally <laughs> got rid of it. And I don't really know why. And that's it uh, for Sue's News. That is awesome. Thank you, Sue. And we're going to continue with our friend Alex Rich. By the way, just on a downer note, just to update you, there was a shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. One dead, up to 15 injured. Uh, the, cus- the suspects, rather, in custody, tackled by fans, actually. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sue, sadly, I want to thank you for bringing up this story um, of the accident that happened after the Drake concert. And I, I should have remembered it when Alex was talking about going to the show on Monday night. And I saw this and I actually retweeted something from Christine Byers, who's over at KSDK and used to be at the Post-Dispatch, because her tweet said um, earlier today, nearly one year to the day, an out-of-town volleyball player lost her legs when a man struck her with a car downtown. A mother and daughter in town from Chicago for the Drake concert were killed by someone who police say violated a red light downtown. So the story says a mother and daughter visiting from Chicago were killed early Wednesday by a driver speeding and running red lights near downtown. The two people, at least at this point not identified by police, hit by a Jeep Cherokee around 1230 in the crosswalk at 18th and Olive. So just a few blocks from where we were at 14th and Olive, essentially here, um, 14th or 15th roundabout. And um, it's a few blocks away. The Cherokee hit multiple vehicles, spun around, and hit two pedestrians. Captain Angela Dickerson said the collision threw both pedestrians to the north sidewalk of Olive. Look, here's here's the bottom line. You can say what you will. Accidents happen. I get that. I don't know the details of this, hopefully, and they haven't caught the person. But the bottom line is, as someone who is here every single day of the week in downtown, and I leave work at 6 right. o'clock, this, and I want to say a word that I'm going to get bleep for I'd bleep this crap happens all the time I see people going by me it happened last night or three nights ago um, I think it was Monday night when mm-hmm. I was going by the Drake concert yeah. because they hadn't shut 14th Street down someone just comes and goes through the red light right at that corner at um, Clark and 14th yeah. which I thought was stunning because there were people heading to the concert and they go through a red light and they wind around me and they gun it and they keep going and, you know my instinct like an idiot is I want to catch up with them and say what the hell are you doing but it happens on a regular basis. Now, I don't know what kind of police presence there was at 14th and 18th. Uh, I'm sorry, 18th and Olive. But let me make a prediction here because there was none. Because I see it. I'm I'm a block. We are a block right. away. And I've made this point before. We're one block away from Enterprise. And there's no damn cops anywhere out there. Outside of when people are coming into the arena, they have it blocked off. And that's it. And that might be private police. I don't even know if that's the city getting paid. So there is no police present. I'm not blaming the cops, by the way, just so you know, not blaming you at all. Because if we had more of you, we'd have more police presence. They say that the 22-year-old driver of the Jeep was hospitalized in critical condition. Oh, so I didn't know that. So So that person is, well, gosh, it would be a shame if they passed, wouldn't it? My empathy to the driver of the Jeep. I hope nothing happens to you, you piece of crap. Yeah. Unbelievable. So here we have another blemish on, why why would you want to come here? Right? You know this story. You know Janae's story. You know, crime runs rampant. You can see the burn. Just look at, come downtown. Well, you don't want to come downtown if you're listening. I get it. Let me paint the picture. Every flipping intersection has tire burnouts. Every one of them does. It's like, it's almost like the city put it down in the intersections Mm -hmm. because it's so common right now. Truly, if there were a crackdown, it would help a lot of this. Because people, it's just a free-for-all. We don't have enough police. Well, and this is what I thought about when this happened a few nights ago. The guy that ran, they know they're not going to get caught. That's what I mean. The cops can't even give chase. So they're driving around with no regard for human life or the laws. And if they hit someone, they run someone over. If they're running for, they don't care. There's no... No consequences, mm-hmm. typically. Yeah. I hope there is a consequence here. I hope that guy passes quickly.
you know, that when, might, when, actually, the best thing might be he recovers and he goes to prison for a long time. But in this particular city, I don't know if we can guarantee that. Yeah, well, it changes the way you drive when you're downtown. Because when I absolutely. get off work mm-hmm. at, at like at six o'clock and I'm leaving. When the light turns green, I wait. I do too. Yeah. You know, and, honestly, you know, this, just to make sure that someone's I'll not go one blow step through. further, Alex. You can continue. If the light is green, I don't go through like I, I every time I go home, and I'm just talking about right. a short route that I have from downtown here, which is as people know, I think near City Hall and Enterprise, only to you know I-44 at Lafayette. That's where I'm going. That's it. But I don't go through green lights without being very careful. Yeah, I I've honestly seen this more lately, even near my house i live in like richmond heights clayton area and there's a light at the top of my street where every single time it's like scary you need to wait a good four or five seconds before you go or definitely at least look both ways even though it's a green light or or else a car is like i saw a like a a company's moving truck fly through a red light and i actually i even called the company and good good you absolutely should because you know it's rare it's rare i will it's it, like when does it stop? Like they're not going to get a ticket. They're they're driving a truck that's not theirs, and who knows how those companies are tracking? You know who's driving what truck at what time? But they got to know. Like you got to start somewhere, and it's been bad lately for real. Well, th- this hasn't happened in a while, uh, but I, I've I've been that person who has called. If you've got, and I, sometimes people do really dumb things when they're in like a heating and air conditioning, you know, labeled van, and I see things, or if it's a big semi, the semi drivers don't do it as much because they're so regulated, and they should be, obviously. Right, There's all right. kinds of safety procedures. But, you know, along those lines, if I would see something and they have the 800 number that's on the back, or if I know the company, I'll call and say, hey, your driver located right here was doing some really idiotic things that could have cost people their lives. And that's the only thing you can do. Terrible. Several years ago, um, when we flew out of uh, the, uh, what am I trying to say, airport on the Illinois side, I would have to drive the uh, Poplar Street Bridge every day. And this is probably 10 plus years ago. And one day, one morning, I was coming back on the Poplar Street Bridge. I had a little bike rack on my car. A tractor trailer came up behind me and just hit me and pushed me. Holy cow. Just being a jerk. Hmm. And uh, and I was like, what the Wait, how heck? fast were you going? Uh, 55, you know, maybe slowing to get off onto 44. But, uh, yeah, just kind of pushed me along for a while. And I'm like, do I hit the brakes? Yeah, what you do you know, do? what do you, I don't know. And I, you know, thankfully we had cell phones and I called, well, Sam was the police chief at the time. And I called Sam and I said, you know, finally they got, they let me through to him. And I'm like, what do I do? I'm following him. And he says, well, <laughs> following not the best idea, just write down the info. Anyway, long story short, it is not unusual for this kind of crazy stuff to happen, apparently. And I thought it was. Did I just hear you admit on the radio that you used privilege, you exercised privilege, and you called Sam Dotson directly when he was chief of police? Because <laughs> yeah, let me tell I you did. something, I miss that guy because I would do that too. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget the day, you know, it's funny. The, the day one time I got off the air, this was back when I lived in your neighborhood, uh-huh. and I um, I was doing afternoon drive off the air at six. I get home, which is like a ten minute drive. It's like twelve after six. I open my door, and everything is gone. All my my TV, oh everything. My I was gosh, I was burglarized Mark. during that day. Well, you know who the first person I called? Sam Rainford. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Rank is Mayor Slay was was chief of staff. I'm like, dude, I just got burned. Well, I got a cop there pretty quickly at that point. Oh I will my tell goodness you that. gracious! Uh, Alex, thanks for coming in. It's always great to see you. you as well. We'll talk next Wednesday. I'm going to do a little something here. We're going to catch up with Mark Milton, who has an update on that city earnings tax case that he has taken to court. That's coming up next. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, we got Fish Fry Friday coming up on Friday. We did this last year. It was tremendously fun and successful. We invite you to come out to uh, Incarnate Word Parish in Chesterfield, 3 to 6 p.m., a live roundtable, a live Sue's News. The opportunity, and how often does this happen, ladies and gentlemen, to meet a Hall of Famer? How about old Fred Bottenheimer yeah. over there, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, that, is, mm, that in please. and of itself should get mm. you out there to the Fish Fry on Friday afternoon. So we hope to see people, and we'll be announcing some of the other locations very, very soon. Yesterday, we spent some time with Mark Milton, who is with the Milton Law Group. He's a lawyer and an accountant, and he's representing uh, a group of non-city residents challenging the St. Louis City's refusal to issue refunds for teleworking during the pandemic. This has to do with the earnings tax, and he was in the Eastern District Court of Appeals arguing this case earlier today. We wanted to get an update. Mark, hey, how are you? Thanks for coming on here this afternoon. How are things going? Doing well, guys. How are you? Good. So what happened? Give me the update uh, on what happened earlier today. Yeah, so we had a hearing before the Eastern District, a panel of three judges. Um, Both sides got to argue their case. Uh, I don't think the court was buying the statutory argument that the collector was trying to sell, which was that, you know, this statute that's 75 years old anticipated that sending emails to your employer from locations outside the city would uh, would make you subject to the earnings tax. That's basically the argument they tried to make. And they tried to say that, you know, travel, you know, you don't, you don't have to pay it for travel days. And the judges really pushed back on that, trying to question, well, how is when you're traveling for work, you're still you know, sending work product into your employer. So why are you ex- ex- exempting that? Well, the answer, you know, is because that's the professional athletes. That's the CEOs. They don't want to make mad uh, by not giving them their earnings tax refunds. So, yeah, that's interesting. You know, you should explain that a little bit more. And and this is always fascinating. And I don't even know if I knew about this until, you know, maybe five or six years ago. And uh, when the, you know, Cardinals host a team here, all those members of the other team, when they come into St. Louis, they got to pay the earnings tax, right? Correct. And also Cardinals players, if you think about it, you know, their employer is located in the city, but a lot of them live outside the city. And so the Cardinals might withhold uh, for only the days that they're actually playing baseball games in the city and either not withhold or withhold, but then allow the players to seek a refund. Right. For the days they work, the, for the days they work outside the city, so they're treating them with with preference over, you know, the paralegal who was toiling away during COVID from her home, uh, you know, and and saying that person doesn't get a refund for the days outside the city, but the the uh, professional athlete does, and it's just that's where we we allege, you know, equal protection constitutional claims because you're. You're treating people differently with no rational basis. Absolutely. And are you saying, Mark, that the uh, the judges were receptive to that argument or not? No, they were. I think they were skeptical of the collector's, you know, explanation because they didn't really have a good one on why you're why you're saying teleworking still requires them to pay, but yeah. travel days don't. And that's our reading between the lines. I mean, I think that's why the collector did what he did was. You know, we don't want to we don't want to make those people mad, but we're going to you know screw over the little guy. 
So then I think I asked, yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. I think I asked you this uh, yesterday, but just as a point of clarification, what's the anticipation here on any kind of ruling? So we're hoping soon, but you know, with the justice system, you never know, probably a few months, but I would just encourage everyone, you know, if you think you're owed a refund, you know, talk to your, your accountant, your tax preparer, and make sure you're submitting something uh, to preserve your right to get a refund. Because even if your employer is continuing to withhold the 1%, if you work outside the city, you should be able to apply for a refund for the number of days you work outside the city. Mark Milton, always appreciate this. this is a fascinating case. It has been from the start for us here on the Mark Reardon Show. So let's um, let's get together again when we have a ruling. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll do that. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.